Happy Monday, everyone, and welcome back to the Six Pennies podcast. Uh, today, we only have four pennies. Timmy, unfortunately, unfortunately, can't make it. Mock, you are here. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. It's okay. With today's subject matter, I don't know if Timmy could have provided much anything. He might have <laughs> muted himself like he does for baseball. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, before we get into today's episode, uh, we want to you know, shout out to our sponsor, uh, Farmers Insurance and Derek Shaw. Don't be caught unprepared the next time there's a flood or a hurricane or if you're in a car accident. Get a home, life, and auto insurance quote today. Derek is eagerly awaiting your call for a free consultation. And I know if you're a teacher, a doctor, nurse, engineer, lawyer, anything like that, enforcement um, or you know military, he's going to give you a huge discount. So please check out his Facebook page at Derek Shaw Insurance. So that's facebook.com slash D-E-R-E-K. Shaw, S-H-A-W, insurance, or give him a call at 214-729-6462. All right, let's get started. So today's episode is going to be about Jay-Z, his new album he dropped on Tidal last week. It's titled 444. What, yeah, what are your initial thoughts on, you know, this album? I, I mean, I think we both can agree he is the greatest rap artist of all time. So I'm glad you can agree on that. Yeah, I mean... I, I have to. I have to give him all the props in the world. There's no other rap artist that has a career spanning like three decades and all the success that he's had. There's, he's he's just far and away the, the greatest who's ever done it. Yeah, I thought about it. And I think the only comparison I can think of sports-wise would be like, unfortunately, like a Tom Brady. Like, Whoa. He, he might have never been, quote-unquote, the greatest uh QB or the greatest rapper for any one year, or maybe maybe like one or two years here and there. But, oh, that's, yeah, that's you know, a good point. But the longevity of it, uh, you're talking about, you know, starting beginning of the 90s, uh, you know, talk, going through the Ice Cube and going through Nas, they had their hits, They uh, then Kanye came up in, in the 2000s, and you, you just hear all these rappers kind of come and go, um, but here he is, Jay-Z, he's... He's a dad of three now, and, and this album kind of reflects that. Yeah, so for those who haven't heard 444, um, the namesake of the album is because he woke up one morning at 4 o'clock, 4 in the morning, 4, 4.44, and um, he just had this thought about doing an album and just being very transparent, being very vulnerable, and just telling the world, conveying to the world like the demons that he's been dealing with. Um, the main demon that everyone's been kind of identifying, you know, initially in the first listen is, you know, his infidelities or transgressions against Beyonce and how he's had, you know, yeah. uh, relationships outside the mar- outside of the marriage. So how do you, what were your first reactions to that? And how do you think, you know, the fan base have reacted to it? And yeah. do you think Beyonce is an amazing woman because of it? Or, you know, like... I just yeah. want to hear your thoughts. So, first, first of all, for 444, when I heard that was the name of the album, or it's kind of this explanation of it, just waking up one day at 444. I really wonder which one of his kids woke him up, man. Like he, he's a dad now; <laughs> young, uh, he's got young kids there. One of his kids definitely woke him up. It definitely wasn't like just this kind of eureka moment. For I don't, sure, I don't know, man. Playing. He's he's a senior citizen now. They wake up really <laughs> early. He's they wake up early. He's 47 years old. Can you believe that? 47 years old, and he just had twins. 
That's what I'm saying, man. But, <laughs> but this this whole album, um, maybe also because he's 47 years old and just had twins. Like, I love that you can listen to it all in like 45 minutes. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's very short. Amazing as well. Um, so the only criticism I have at first is it, it was really hard to find. Um, you had to have the title, uh, the app, and you had to had to have it before the album actually dropped. Which I don't know who would have had that. And um, so I ended up having to log on to iHeartRadio, and they would play the entire album through like once an hour or once every two hours. And so I just had to sit there and wait, like old school, like wow, respect, this, like back in the '90s, you know, waiting for one song or one album to come up on the radio. Um, but yeah, so Kill Jay Z, uh, that's the first song. Uh, that's my favorite. You mentioned just the vulnerability of this album. And it, you kind of puts it all on the table. Uh, and that starts and ends with his infidelity to Beyonce, who he calls, um, he says, you know, you almost let the baddest girl um, in the world the go girl. away. Yeah. You, you, let, you almost let the baddest girl in the world get away. And don't go Eric Benet. Poor Eric Benet, man. Um, he just gets name dropped twice in here. He's probably just sitting there with his new wife. He's like, come on, man. Like, you got to bring that up again. Um, let me let me just ask you this: Would you be able to forgive infidelity? So the easy answer is no, and yeah. also the hard answer is no. <laughs> right. Um, right. But that's. I think everyone's different. I think every situation is different because. Yeah. Um, you know, I've I've heard of instances and uh, and stories about couples coming back from something like that and being stronger than than right. ever before yeah, they got kids to worry about now too yeah but i mean for me for me personally to answer that question i i wouldn't be able to forgive him yeah. um there's but, just a level of trust you know that that's gone after that point yeah right? yeah um, and it's it's not really yeah it's a trust factor is also like the wrong factor right but then like what i really want to get into right now actually is the reactions from fans around the world about how yeah. this makes Beyonce a bigger woman or a stronger woman. I, I, I personally don't see that. And I'm not trying to talk bad about Beyonce, right. but I don't, I don't understand why this, like we should give props to Beyonce for staying with Jay-Z. It, obviously it all boils down to how you feel about infidelity and whether or not that's like the end all be all, you know? Um, and, and I think, it's a hard question. You're right. I mean, they obviously had vows, wedding vows, and marriage vows, but at the same time, it it does like I respect them for being able to overcome that. It's just you can tell like their relationship has kind of gone through the ringer, you know, the last couple of years, and, and we saw that with um with that elevator footage video of um, you know him and Solange. Solange, and, yeah. Her, yeah, and, and he mentions this in the in that song too, kind of egging her on and, and when all he had to do was kind of apologize. So it sounds like, I don't know, I haven't seen that much um, Twitter reaction or that much, at least review from that standpoint. And I don't know, it, it's tough. I, I think you're right, every relationship's different. Um, every relationship can handle different strains and not handle different ones. And it sounds like he at least learned his lesson. I mean, you have to give him all the credit for putting, kind of opening up his life, right? He yeah. put it all out there. And everyone was saying that this album was kind of a response to her Lemonade album. And, and they're probably right. Uh, 
Um, but at the same time, it does take a big man as well to admit all of this um, to the world. Yeah, I mean, you know the conspiracy theory theorist side of me. Um, right. Basically, that side is saying that all of this was engineered. Um, like, Beyonce knew everything and she came out with that album, most likely with Jay-Z in the studio with her. And then same here, like, this is a direct response to Lemonade, and I'm sure Beyonce was in the studio with him while they're writing this together, but uh, to be honest with you, so I, I read a lot about this album and, and Twitter reaction and everything before I had actually heard the, the music, and yeah. um, for some reason, I was expecting more in terms of Jay-Z telling me what he did whether that's gotcha. cheating on Beyonce or, or, I mean, maybe it's, I shouldn't have expected like names or anything like that, but I felt like, um, I, 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 I kind of almost expected like more of a story. I, I didn't, I didn't get as much as I wanted in terms of that, that side of the relationship. But I mean, there's a lot to digest. Obviously there's more than just the Beyonce thing. There's the huge, you know, Kanye West thing and, and, um, Kanye yeah. West calling, you know, Jay-Z out at one of his concerts and now Jay-Z, you know, fires back in a song. Like, what are your reactions to that before, you know, I, I get into it? Because everyone knows no, I'm a huge, you. yeah, I'm a huge Kanye guy, but um, I, I see this from both sides. It's just funny to me, kind of looking at this from the lens of, like, how old both of them are. Like, how old is Kanye now? You, Kanye, know Kanye just turned 40 this year. Okay, so we're talking about two 40-year-olds, um, both dads now, and yeah. I think that really shows through in this whole album from Jay-Z. Yeah, um, yeah he, he calls out Kanye in, in the first song as well, Kill Jay-Z, but then he has another song later on about like Family Feud and talking about how you know no one wins when we, when we fight and when we feud and stuff, and he's kind of like the dad, like kind of berating his kids in that one, you know, yeah. <laughs> trying to tell them like, you know, what's with all this random beef? Um, but I, I honestly don't know much about the Jay Z Kanye beef. I, I don't. I didn't think it was that big of a story before. But you, you might have more knowledge on that. So I, I don't think it's a huge beef. I think um, when Kim Kardashian got held at gunpoint and robbed in in Paris, like it really messed up Kanye West, obviously. Yeah. And Kanye West, for twenty, thirty years of his life, looked up to Jay Z as a as a big brother. Um, yeah. In the graduation album, he actually has a song called Big Brother, and yeah. it's all about Jay-Z and how Jay-Z made him the man that he was at that point. And so um, I guess he expected more from Jay-Z in terms of like, you know, hey, you know, are, are you okay? Is Kim okay? Is your family uh, okay? Gotcha. And he didn't get any of that. He didn't get a call. He didn't get a text. He didn't get any of that. And so... Um, Kanye West just got perturbed by that, I guess, and so he yeah. he calls out Jay Z and and um, you know the the rest is I wouldn't say history because we're we're kind of living in it now. Like Jay Z just, just came out with this new album. I'm sure Kanye West is gonna come out with another a, a new song that that reacts to that. But I I do want to clear something up in the lyric when yeah. when Jay Z says that you know he gave someone a twenty million dollar um, twenty million dollar loan, without blinking, yeah. So it wasn't a. It wasn't really a loan. It was Jay Z and his company paying 
for paying Kanye West to stay on Title, basically. Because gotcha. uh, Jay Z is one of the founders, one of the partners of Title, and so for one of their agreements, uh, Kanye West's new album at the time, um, "The Life of Pablo," it had right. to be Title exclusive, and so Kanye West was like, "Yeah, but like, what do I get?" So then Jay Z paid gotcha. him twenty million dollars, um, which is well, that that's the beef now, right? Kanye is trying to leave Title. That is the beef because I think Kanye understands. I mean, Jay-Z, at the end of the day, is an amazing businessman, right? Like, the favorite line I have from Jay-Z of all time is, you know, I'm not a businessman, I'm a business, comma, man. Like, he is is by himself his own brand. Kanye West, no matter how successful he's going to be, is not going to even, like, come close to the branding and the the significance, the recognition that Jay-Z as a brand has. So I think that's something that Kanye West probably knows himself, like yeah. knows deep in, deep down inside. And so he's probably thinking, why should I continue to help this guy out? Even though he's my big brother, even though he's my dad, my uncle, whatnot, um, because I should, I should be trying to make my own money is basically what he's thinking. And so that's probably why he wants to leave title. Um, him like kind of screwing over Apple Music in the best interest for title kind of hurt Kanye West. And so he's mad about that as well. And so there's a lot, there's a lot of moving parts going on, but I think, you know, me at the end of the day, I think it's just all engineered. I I think that (laughs) with Kanye, come on, that's your boy. I mean, Kanye West definitely goes, you know, full blown Kanye. Like he, we can't, we can't really understand what he's doing, but at the same time, I think like he and Jay-Z are still best friends in my opinion. Yeah, so maybe um, frenemies at, at most right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot was a lot was said about Beyonce and Kim Kardashian and that relationship, and that really hurt the Jay Z Kanye West relationship. But right. to be honest, I don't, I don't think so. I think they're still close friends. I don't think they like have their kids hang out with each other, but I still think there's a mutual respect there. I still think that they still love each other and have love for each other, and so. Um, I, I'm not really too worried about that. I actually wouldn't even be surprised if they came out with another Watch the Throne after this because yeah. it would just like sell more records, right? That that'd be cool. Uh, you went to one of those concerts, right? Yes, I actually flew all the way to DC. Um, that's right. That's yeah, right. to watch Jay Z and Kanye West, my two favorite rappers of all time. That would have been that would have been an awesome one to go to. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was it was awesome. Um, so another huge, I guess bit of news that he kind of unveiled to us on his new album jay-z was from the song smile and it featured his mom gloria um do you want to get into that yeah so not only talking about opening up regarding his infidelity and his relationship with beyonce but he talks about his relationship with his mom as well and just how his mom was a lesbian this whole time and she came uh came out and said you know, like, mom had four kids, but she's a lesbian, had to pretend so long that she's a thespian. And just talking, it, all of this is, it's it's just crazy to me to think about, like, him being 47, and we kind of, you get this whole feel for these 10 songs in this album. He's kind of just reflecting back on his life. But he really he's is, really, yeah. really opening up. Like, yeah. it's it's hard to find this kind of vulnerability for most rap albums. I, uh, or at least I recently, agree, yeah, I know? agree. And I think that the first song on the album and you mentioned that kill jay-z just really yeah. summarizes everything because 
I don't think he wants to be known as Jay-Z anymore, right? Like Jay-Z, the rapper, Jay-Z, the, the drug dealer. Like, I think yeah. he's, this album is kind of closing the book on that. And now yeah. he wants to be known as his name, you know, Sean Carter. Sean Carter I think the, right. fact, the fact that that song Smile has featuring Gloria Carter, like, I think he's just iterating that his name is Carter and is no longer Jay-Z. So many levels to this, <laughs> but another another thing I wanted to mention was the second song. So story of OJ. That's Great what you song. enjoyed too, right? Yeah, that's my favorite song out of the album. That's your favorite one on the album. Yeah. Why? So I think it has the best line, and the line was literally two letters. Okay, and yeah. um, so so the the whole the whole line the full line is uh, a quote from OJ Simpson, and OJ at the time said that he was not black. He's not, you know, he's not color at all. He's not white or black, but he's not black. He's OJ. And so there's a, in the song, there's like a two to three second, um, you know, like a pause there. And then the way that Jay-Z just said, okay, after that yeah. was so like, it was perfect because it, yeah. it, it was like, okay, it just had so many meanings, right? The yeah. fact, the, the fact that no matter how successful you are or how, how quote unquote crossed over you are to mainstream white America, at the end of the day, you are still who you are and, and OJ Simpson, you are still black, you know? And so yeah. I think that was a great, great song. And I think just the overall message of that song I really enjoyed. Yeah, that's a huge message, especially nowadays. Um, I always enjoy watching you know, people with this kind of platform use their platform wisely, like use their voice to talk about real issues in this world. And, and that's what this track does in my mind. Um, it really brought up a recent story where you remember um, that journalist, I, I hate bringing him up, but he's the one who kind of caused this whole uproar, Jason Whitlock. Yeah. I think he's with Fox now. Yep. Um, but he, he had mentioned in some interview or something or some talk show that pretty much said, Racism doesn't exist for if you're like super rich. And he mentioned like himself, like LeBron, and like Oprah. Yeah, it was right after LeBron had, you know, the N word spray painted on his house. Yeah. And so I I really appreciate Jay Z. Obviously, he didn't call out Whitlock by name, but but kind of just putting putting this out there. Like, no matter what, the racism is still there. You, You can't just ignore it. And no matter how rich or or even if you're oj like okay you know obviously like you're still that color is still there and it still means something and yeah he just brings the whole issue kind of to a head right there yeah and um since we're naming names i think one of my favorite tweets of the year and maybe one of my favorite tweets ever was from steven jackson the ex-nba player and uh it was a direct reaction to what jason whitlock said on his show and Steven Jackson in his tweet just said, who the F is Jason Whitlock? <laughs> like, that's it. And I was like, that is, that's so true. That, that is so is true. That is pretty good. I gotta find that one. But um, for some reason, the sports shows on Fox, they have a lot of this same kind of like theme where they have a prominent African-American male on TV, whether it's Jason Whitlock or Little Wayne. I don't know if yeah. you saw Little Wayne. Um, on the show with Skip Bayless and, and Shannon Sharp. But Lil Wayne, for 60 minutes, you know, talked about his life and his music 
drug problems, um, arrests, almost dying multiple times, things like that. Yeah. But the overall theme of his message was that he has never felt racism. What? Really? You you should watch it. You should watch it. I'll link it to you after this podcast, but it was crazy. And Sterling Sharp, you should see his reaction. You should (laughs) see his face. And he was like, well, basically he was like, you know, you know, like, bless you, brother. Like, I, I love you, and I, I understand we all have our own lives, and we all have our right. own experiences, but you're wrong. Like, you're 100% wrong. And, that is... yeah, it was crazy. It was, a, it, it was a very, like, drop the mic, drop what you're doing type of moment on TV. And so I'll link it to you after this. And yeah, no, I'll see that. I just That's the greatness sometimes... of this album, right? It, yeah. it kind of gets you to talk. Like a lot of the rap albums now, actually 99.9% of rap music now, there's no message. There's right. no um, there's no underlying theme that is bigger than, than that song, bigger than music. Um, yeah. And so that's why Jay-Z's new album, his messages, his lyrics, his words, they really mean a lot. You know, right now, we both kind of agree it's just Jay-Z and Kendrick Lamar, right? That That does that. Yeah, so Kendrick, I think most would agree he's probably the best out there right now. Yeah. Um, but you're right. Looking up and down this album, like this album just flows together for me. Um, mm-hmm. And I know you mentioned you compared it to his previous albums. You said it's definitely better than Magna Carta, Holy Grail. Oh, yeah. I uh, hated which, that album. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, but at the same time, like there's nothing in this. No, like I enjoy most of the songs in this in 444 it's just nothing really pops out but as a whole it, it there's a lot of depth in there yeah i guess i can yeah i can agree to that because i'm i'm not as high on this album as you are um right. but i i agree with that i i think that there's not a song there's not one song or one verse where it's like oh my god he he killed it but yeah. i think as a overall message overall piece of artwork like yeah you're right it's it's very memorable and it's it's definitely going to help change the game. Like um, Kendrick Lamar tweeted right after his first listen. He was like, master.teacher.jz. Yeah, you know, like that. That, is, that is mad respect, you know, and that's, that's awesome. Um, I, I do remember like a few weeks ago when the name of the album was, you know, leaked, 444. Yeah, a lot of people thought it was gonna be about Barack Obama, to be honest, because Obama's the forty fourth president. Forty fourth, yeah. He's you know African American, <laughs> obviously. We're going through a president that may or may not be racist. We don't know that, but you know, I thought it was gonna be a social commentary on Donald Trump and how awesome Barack Obama was. So yeah. I kind of was expecting that, and so maybe my expectations or like where my gotcha. head was when I was listening to the first time was was not in the right place. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. I know we talk about, or in a previous podcast at least, or, or maybe just in person, we talked about kind of the state of rap now. And do you listen to anyone else right now in the game other than uh, Kendrick? Um, no, to be honest. that I don't really listen to the radio. Um, gotcha, yeah. In terms of the, like what's playing out there right now, I feel like every song is basically done by DJ Khaled. So... <laughs> Um, with that being said, Nah really loves the new Rihanna song, which I love as well. Respect. Wild, wild thoughts. Um, yeah. So to answer your question with a non-question, I don't really listen to 
to any other rappers, but I do like Rihanna and and I mean that that song was is kind of hip hop ish, right? And so yeah, that's probably the best song right now, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm I'm the same way. I'm trying to give you know some of these new artists a chance. I just I can't connect with them on the same level as I do with with a with a Jay Z, and maybe that's just a nostalgia factor as well. But I feel like he's 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 I talked with Nick Lau about this album as well, but and Nick mentioned that Hova's kind of a dying breed uh, in terms of his rap style and, and the storytelling in, in that style. And it's just like he can get his point across without having to drop like a killer line. Yeah. Um, like up and down this album, I mean, it all flows pretty well. It's, uh, it's very well produced and stuff like that. But as far as there, there's no like kind of stands that you can just take out and be like, oh man, like this. This, yeah, you're right. Like using your words, like he killed that line. Like something like there um, was one line that was pretty amazing. Like there's so the many gram. levels to it, and I give all the props to Jay Z for this line. Do you know what I'm talking about? Instagram one? No, the future one. So in oh, future playing with kids, yeah. <laughs> yeah, in in Kill Jay Z, he has a line about look into the future. Your kid is playing football with someone else. Like that cuts deep. Like, that is super hard. Like, to be future, to know that Ciara and her son is now with Russell Wilson, who's worth, like, $250 million playing football, like, that, that's a pretty sick line, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I just felt bad. Um, like, the Kanye thing was, is it's okay. Like, it wasn't really that hard-hitting. It was, like, six lines here and there, just talking yeah. about, you know, the $20 million loan or not a loan or whatever. But the Eric Benet in the future lines is just like, <laughs> but I just I feel a little bad for them. They're, yeah. they're probably just sitting there. They don't have title. They they gotta listen to this on iHeartRadio. They don't have title. And they're, and, and they're like, come on, man! Like I, I waited all this time for this. It's on like I gotta listen to this once an hour, and you gotta you gotta mention Eric Benet gets his name mentioned twice. Yeah, twice in like seventeen <laughs> seconds. Like man, that's rough. Um, but, but, he's, yeah, line, but we're the not the I'm... ones that cheated on Halle Berry is him, so, so <laughs> F that guy. But the line uh, I thought you were going to talk about, man, I can't shoot. Uh, holding, <laughs> holding money to your ear like on Instagram, that line? Yeah, that line was, yeah. I, it was pretty good. Um, that's, that's probably the one line that I would probably take out and be like, yeah. Um, but you're right. From now on, I feel like he just says like the best okay that, that, that yeah that together. that that is the best line that like okay. i wish we could take that into like gif form or, or or like wechat form and use that on like our tweets and stuff like whenever someone says something ridiculous just put that little like sound recording on like one second okay from yeah Jay-Z. you know you know someone's already done that we gotta just find it <laughs> yeah like put it on the end of every one of like jason whitlock's tweets or whatever just, <laughs> okay <laughs> oj like I'm not black, I'm OJ. Okay. But yeah, any other songs on this album pop out to you? Um, th- those songs, probably the most memorable. Um, I think there's another song, I forgot the title of it, but he samples the same song that Kanye West samples in Famous. Basically, oh, yeah. that's the song that exposed Taylor Swift. Um, I think that was done intentionally. That's very smart of Jay-Z to do something like that. Very purposeful and very intentional. Um, he didn't sample the same part, the same lines, and same, the same lyrics of the song. 
but it's definitely the same song. It's a different verse, and I don't know. I think stuff like that will get to Kanye, and and I expect a, a return. I expect so a reply. To bait him? Yeah, whether whether it's baiting to you know to fire back or baiting to start conversation on trying to mend their relationship or friendship. I don't know, but that's pretty clever of Jay-Z. Yeah. Whether that's Jay-Z or No ID, the producer. And the, I like the way the album ends, honestly. Um, the last song is called Legacy, and it, it's kind of random, but it kind of reminded me of uh, Big Willie style way back in the day with Will Smith. Because Will Smith had one of those songs where I think Jaden Smith like had a line in there, mm-hmm. and it... Legacy starts the same way with Blue Ivy, uh, having like asking him, "Daddy, what's a will?" Yeah. Um, so I just want to really any shout out to Will Smith. I'm gonna stick <laughs> okay. it in there. <laughs> yes, but let's not put Will Smith and Jay Z in the same rapping breath. I don't know. It, will Smith's platinum, man. <laughs> All right, but you're right. Well, we we've already established that Jay Z is the goat. Um, but it'd be interesting to see where he goes from here. This was kind of a Kind of a gravestone in, in a lot of ways to Jay Z, uh, yeah. not just with the first song "Kill Jay Z," but but you're right, really bringing back the Carter name. And I, I heard that he doesn't want, like he's changing his name a little bit, even Jay Z. Uh, so before he had it, J was uh, lowercase, other than the capital J. But now, I think Jay Z is all uppercase now at least for this album. So I, I don't know what that means going forward or if he's going to start producing under his, you know, given name, Sean Carter, or not Sean Carter. But uh, yeah, I don't know what this means going forward. It's just funny that, you know, he retired from rapping like 15 years ago, but he's made so much more mu- music post-retirement than before. Yeah, talking about early, 90, we'll say 1990 to 2017, that is incredible. 27 years and still going. Still yeah. doing, I mean, this is a short, short album, 40 minutes, but still, it's respectable. Yeah. All right, so on that note, um, thank you guys for listening to us. Uh, thank you for, you know, our quick review of Jay-Z's new album. I hope you guys get title. If not, you know, get on. What, what were you listening to again? iHeartRadio. Oh, iHeartRadio, yeah. Man, we're, we're just doing all these plugs for everyone today. Subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Facebook at Six Pennies Podcast.